This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. Welcome to I Will Watch Anything Once. Hey guys, welcome to an epi- another episode of <laughs> Yay! Ah, another episode of I Will Watch Anything Once. Yeah! Yes. Yeah, you're killing it, Connie. Nailed it, you're nailed killing it. it. You're the greatest oh, co host I could have ever dreamed of. Oh my god, okay. Okay, <laughs> coming in hot. Coming in hot. Okay, uh, to. Uh, the movie we are discussing today, I chose. Uh, it is called uh, De- De- Donald Cry. Donald D- Cry. Donald Cry. You forgot. I messed it up. Donald um, Cry. Yes. Yeah. Donald yes. Cry. Yeah. I keep wanting to say David. Uh, Donald Cry. Yeah. Donald cried. Which uh, we both watched on Netflix streaming. Yeah. Netflix streaming. It's an indie film about uh, a man. Shot. A man has to go back home. And what looks like uh, the Midwest, and um, he runs into a friend from high school who he hasn't seen in what looks like at least almost twenty years. Yeah, they say twenty years. Yeah, like they make it very clear that it's twenty years. I think yeah. in some of the dialogue. Yeah, and this man is like a man child. Yeah, but he he's like a man child, but he's also. I mean, we'll get into it, but he's sort of like. I don't want to. I want to. We'll break it down, but it's almost to me felt like very Groundlings character. He was such. He was such a character. a character for this to be in this an indie movie. But continuing with the synopsis, okay. this guy um, gets goes. He gets stuck there in a weird way because the main character loses his wallet. He loses his right? wallet, and he's there for uh, to take care of a family member who recently deceased. Yeah, his grandmother. Yeah, and so he loses his wallet. Um, he doesn't know any. He doesn't. He's not really in touch with anyone anymore in town. So he knows no one, and he runs into Donald, who was his next door or across the street neighbor, and so he ends up relying on Donald. But Donald is sort of crazy, and the reason I chose this film is because um, it seemed like a very weird, quirky film, but also like this type of character, uh, this character archetype, the. The man child, uh, who's clearly trouble from a mile away. Um, you've seen it all the time, but this time it seemed like they were gonna make it kind of gritty. And so I was I was like, maybe this is a different take on it. Yeah. And um and I just love weird little indie films and, and I was curious about it and I was like, let's just get this out of our system. <laughs> yeah, we and we we dove in. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, what were your initial? I mean, I'll let you. I can dive in. Like, what were your initial thoughts about the film once it was done? Or, uh, uh, I remember thinking, I hope Dave's not mad at me. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> well, one, I'm never going to be mad at you because I think it's fun to discuss a movie that you don't enjoy. Because <laughs> I think because the fun part about the breaking, like, if you don't enjoy a movie. I like the conversation still to be like, well, what didn't you like and why didn't it work for you versus just like, that was terrible. I was watching this with a notebook in my hand, writing down notes, and I was like shocked <laughs> at how many complaints I had. Because <laughs> the thing is, this character, okay, the, 
All right, so I, sh- uh, I, I showed so you. The tr- I think real quick though, I think we're on the same page. Now. Okay, okay, I was because I did not like yeah, it. I yeah, mean, I didn't like it. <laughs> like, it's not a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's very much oh. like it's a guy that took. It feels this is sort of going to be rude to the filmmaker because we all have to be like, okay, let's just get it out of the way. We respect everything we're going to watch. Oh, yeah. To a degree to the sense of, like, I get it. It took you time to put it together, to make it happen. There's filming that cooked down. Yeah. In the end, all I'm going to judge is what I got from it. Yes. Like, that's it. I like I let's get that out of the way because I feel like we skirt around that and be like, well, you have to, you know, it's good. It's still they achieved it. I'm like, yeah, but there's things that I've achieved in my life that I never want people to see. <laughs> like yeah. that I put a good amount of time in. I was weirdly very nervous to talk shit because like since we're recording this, I was worried we would know the filmmaker somehow. I'm always worried about that. I've I've oh. complained about Paul Feig and I'm like, I'm never going to work for Paul Feig oh. ever again. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> but the thing is, it, it, it felt like a Danny McBride character, but not well done and in the wrong movie. Yeah. I, that's great that you went with Danny McBride because I, I agree, especially his early, that the one that got him on the map with that Kung Fu... Kung Fist way? Yeah, Kung Fu felt it could be very much that kind yes, of character. Yes, I put down immediately as the movie started, I was like, oh, Duplass indie style. Mm. I felt like it was a guy that sort of took that, like watched a Duplass movie and was mm-hmm. like, well, I could do that. Yes. And in a sense, you're right. The style of filming, you could do that. But you didn't bring a good enough story to the to the to the table for me to like even yeah. let a little bit of that like that that indie that style slide. Yeah, it, had, it didn't feel very purposeful to the story itself. There, I literally um, like okay. So here's the thing. Mm-hmm. There's two main characters in this movie. There's Pete, who is the initially the main character, but I want to yeah. say I don't know if he is because you see a, a scene with Donald later without Pete. And I feel like if there's a scene without the main character, it makes me wonder who is the main character. Yes. Which scene? Are, which scene are you talking about? Is it when they split up at the end? We're just gonna spoil this. So if anybody hasn't seen this, go watch it on Netflix. If you care, if you don't care about spoilers and you just want to hear about movies, keep listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So like, um, there's parts where there's a couple of scenes where you see uh, Donald D- on completely his own. Owned. Which ones are there? Well, it's after I f- they split up. Because that one is very clear when they split, when he goes to go hang out with the girl instead yeah. of go to the movies. Yeah. But I don't remember before, before that, I feel like he just kept invading, invading, invading yeah. his space. Yeah. It was, okay, maybe I'm misremembering, but it didn't weirdly, I don't know, because I think another reason why I didn't feel like Pete was the main character was because we didn't learn that much about Pete. Oh, 100% we didn't. He was very, like, a very... It didn't... Well, and again, I want to say that that's a big... Normally, I'd be like, that's a cool choice. He's, like, sort of getting closed off. That's what you do when you go back home. Mm -hmm. But there was never even a moment where he let that guard down to get, like, really truly hurt by Donald. Yeah, but you weren't intrigued by him either. Yeah, you weren't intrigued. So you didn't... There was no new information you found, really, by the end of this movie out about him. No, And the thing is, they do, like, give out information about Pete's character and its past in little increments but it always feels too late and it never feels like enough to be like well I think I might like this guy yes he was a dick he was a dick and I think a little bit of like him being sort of uh, a voice of reason Mm -hmm. for our 
our strange character of Donald, mm-hmm. his lack of not responding mm-hmm. made him even more of a dick. Yes. Where I was like, I was really just frustrated. I was like, at least say something and interact because right now you're just show shut off that I'm like, yeah. I just don't, it's not even like, a, it's just not even a likable thing. It's just like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't know why I'm watching you. Yeah. If you're not even going to engage with this weird character yeah. to some degree other than like, oh, when I need money. Yeah, it was the the way. Okay, first of all, if you lose your wallet and you don't know anyone in town, this has happened to many of people. You go to a bank, you call your you call someone. You have to cancel cards. Yeah, you yeah. Don't, you don't just turn to someone near you and be like, "Can I have some money?" Yeah, because this happens to a lot of people. And so I'm like, right away, I wrote down, I'm like, uh, bank. Yeah, go to a bank. They can help you out. Yeah. You'd be like, I lost my credit card. It's like, okay, here's another one. Yeah, they do that all the time. Yeah, people and, lose their wallets all the time. And it was like it felt to me like Donald's the kind of character that would just ask for money versus yeah. versus like it, everything just felt like in the writing, like, well, it just to keep the script yeah, going. Yeah, it was like, like he has to be there because that's we don't have a movie. But it was like yeah. I didn't really trust why things. No, it it felt forced and weird. Even him losing his wallet felt forced because I was like, I was like, this movie's already off the bat telling me this. The circumstance I'm watching is forced in a mm-hmm. way that I'm not like, all right, yeah. But why did he go? Like, if he didn't want to be there, yeah. It didn't even really explain to me why he went back. Because at that point, it's like 20 years, he probably didn't even have to go back. Yeah, and it doesn't... They don't really get into why he hates being there so much till like, the end of the movie. And it doesn't really dive into it that much. Like, I feel like a much more compelling reason for him to stay there would have been, like, he felt bad for Donald. For sure. And he's like, yeah, I'll have lunch with you, sure. That would have been made... So much more sense. Total sense, because you, because I do like think that you do when you go back home. If you've your life has moved on and you mm-hmm. see sort of people are living there, what you left them as, yeah, you do sort of feel like obligated to be like, let me just check in. Yeah, as opposed to like, because Donald gets introduced into the movie, he comes out of his house in a bathrobe, and he's taking out the trash, and he looks like a mess. He has, uh, I want to say. A hipster's idea of a kooky haircut. Yes. Um, I'm not too proud to admit at some point I had that haircut. <laughs> you had a Donald? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, we'll call it a dirty Ramon style haircut. Anyway. I love it. And also the way that he, he's Donald. Okay. Here's a fun question. Are we supposed to like Donald? I feel like they really wanted us to, but. And then they were trying to tote the line between he is super awkward or is he super weirdly just a weirdo. Yeah. And I and that's where the movie loses me is because I don't know the story they're trying to tell me mm-hmm. with Donald. Yeah. Is he the guy that is just overboard and he's just that blunt kind of guy that talks? That's an entertaining character. We've seen it before. This is mm-hmm. just in this guy's take on that. But then there was moments where I'm like, you're trying to like they were edging towards the line of like Oh, is he sort of like I don't know if you saw. That. I'm going to reference this movie, uh, Assassination of Jesse James. With I haven't seen that. The one with Brad Pitt. Yeah, the only reason I reference that is because the coward Howard Ford, played by uh, 
everybody's favorite, um, Casey <laughs> Affleck. Uh, he, his character is so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like every scene that guy's in, you're like, uh, you want. Uh, you can tell everybody doesn't want like to be around him, and mm-hmm. you as a as an audience, you're like, he's too uncomfortable. Yeah. And they only edge towards that with Donald. And I was like, are they going to go further with this? Is he a threat? What's going on? And they never made any direction clear of what we were, why we're watching it. You know what's so crazy? Um, <laughs> this movie made me hyper aware of the power of editing because oh. there's so many moments where um, Donald came off as genuinely creepy. And my thoughts were, like, if you wanted to make this moment funny, you needed to edit it in a very different way so it comes off as, like, oh, he's just kind of an asshole, but funny. Yes. Like, Danny McBride movies. But if you make too many pregnant pauses, to linger on his face a little too long, I'm just like, get this guy away from me. 100%. And also, every cut to, like, Peter... He was just sitting there, like, kind of clocking in, like, clocking the time of, like, when is Donald going to stop? Yeah. And you're like, no one's enjoying this, including us watching. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there's, okay, there's time and time again, there's that uh, that setup of there's an annoying character and there's a person being annoyed by them in a scene. Yeah. Okay, the person getting annoyed by them in a scene, when, this scene, when scenes like this, I feel like, are done well, the annoying character is being entertaining yes but it would be crazy annoying if it was happening to you for sure but for this i was just like i can't watch i'm not entertained i don't get what this guy's deal is 100 percent the same very very much i like again i I wrote down i wrote down sketch character in a duplass film mm -hmm. like his character was like and and also it was, he was a little inconsistent. It felt like he was very inconsistent. Like there was improvised scenes, but it was just so all over the place. Yeah, and it, at least they felt improvised. Is what I want to say. I, I wrote down improvised, and I was because it was like he was giving that weird thing of like, oh, I thought you would come up on a motorcycle, and I'm just listening to this. Specific- I was like, did you? Did you really? <laughs> yeah, like I was like, I'm listening to these specifics that you're throwing out that are essentially funny, but I don't understand where this is coming from. It's, and then every yeah. other like scene with like the when they see the other the couple, mm-hmm. he was the guy that was like, "You look good, mm-hmm. you look good now." You're not like I just want to compliment you. And I'm like, "This is a different type of crazy." Mm-hmm. Who? What is? I was gonna say, you still live in this town? <laughs> yeah. He okay. So there's a scene in a restaurant where uh, Donald and Pete are grabbing breakfast or whatever, and another couple. Not another couple, but a couple sits down next to them. Yeah, there were a couple and, for the movie. And it was... Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they... and But it turns out the girl is someone that uh, Pete had a crush on. And then Donald starts embarrassing him by being by wanting to talk to them. Because it turns out this girl turned uh, Pete down for prom. And then he keeps on going about... Oh, he told this crazy fucked up story like, oh, you turned down Pete for prom. He was heartbroken. And at one point he says, stop kicking me under the table. Yeah. And then he talks, he tells this fucked up story about how they took uh, bags of poo and threw it at her house. Yeah. And then he denies the whole thing and then storms out. Yeah. Peter. Which is like, there's something in that, that like this kind of like character and that getting cut brought up that way that's sort of like potentially fun to me yeah but this movie just didn't get me it didn't hook me if danny mcbride had that same scene i wonder 
I feel like he would have been able to still come off as charming. For sure. Whereas this, when this guy, oh, this made me uncomfortable. There's a part where um, Donald barges in on um, Pete making out with a girl. Yes. And he's talking to them in a very creepy way, like being like, what did he say? Like He, he like said, do you have room for one more? Yeah, which was. Like three. Yeah, like a threesome. And it weirdly, it felt so rapey and weird. And the girl who is drunk um, goes, are you retarded or something? Yep. And in the back, I think in the back of my mind, I was wondering, like, does he have some sort of disability? Yeah. But then if he's supposed to, I feel like if you're going to have a character that that is supposed to, I think you need to address it. Mm -hmm. And very early before we get somebody responding like that. Yeah, because there was moments where I was like, I genuinely wondered, is he slow? He could, yeah. But I'm like, but don't then then like if that's if that's true, then I don't again. It feels such a he was so broad to be that. Yeah, and I don't know if it was his. No offense to the actor, but the actors who played Donald, his he's face, the director and writer as well. Oh fuck me! Didn't know that ooh, until I looked it up. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And this was a short film. Then they made it into a feature. Oh, it and to me, it was like film. it should have stayed, stayed a short. Should have stayed a short film. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! I feel bad. Like huh. Good for you for going for the feature, but nah, dude, you didn't you didn't break your story well enough. With him looking into the camera a little too long, I got as I don't know if it's because I'm a woman, but I got so creeped out so fast. Oh, he was so creepy. That scene was disturbing. I hundred percent. And again, it's another inconsistency on like what is weird about this character. You're not sure. He's all over. And then the next morning, there's two scenes with another character that I hated. What? That were awkward to me. It was when he went to get his check from his boss. Uh-huh. And the boss, like, tried to, like, wrestle with him and say, give me a, suck my dick, give me a blowjob. Oh, that was so weird. That was weird. And you're like, again, it's like another scene that I'm like, with the right people, maybe that's funny. Like what you said, like, give yeah. it to Danny McBride and yeah, somebody like, else. Like Paul Rudd maybe could have made that scene work. But yeah. I'm like this. I'm like, this feels like someone called the cops. I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah, and that guy had as a teenager, that, like teenage girl that just sits in his yeah, office. Yeah, and it wasn't clear. I was like, is that his daughter? Is that his employee? Why yeah. is she there? And why is she weirdly not reacting to anything? Even when they're wrestling, she just sat there. Yeah, I remember I was looking at her because she was not reacting. And I was like, what's happening? Yeah. Why is she there? Then it's revealed later on after he wakes up, after getting yes. hit, knocked out. Yes. From one hit. Um, it's his stepdad. <laughs> It's that's his stepdad, and he lives with his mom. And then, like, they live together. Yeah, they live together. And then that guy's like, I would have been shit in my pants because Donald would have fucking, uh, like raped you in the middle of the night. I'm like, what the hell is this now? Like, uh, it okay. was weird because it was like, are you trying to show me this? Are you who? Who are you trying to make me sympathize with? Because I can't. It was so all over the place. Are you trying to now paint a picture that Donald's messed up because of his his home, his home life? Because it's not convincing enough now. It also doesn't make sense. Like his boss, like because the way he acted, like he acted super uncomfortable when he went to go pick up his check. Yeah. But the thing is, at the end of the movie, you find out he lives with this guy who's his boss, who's also his stepdad. Yeah. And so I'm just like, that first scene doesn't really make sense. No. Maybe it was like, I'm curious if maybe some of the scenes are shot for the short film and they just expanded on it. Yeah. Because it seemed like Donald was weirdly scared of this guy. Yeah. 
but then yeah that didn't work and then like for the for the boss okay so what happens towards the end is that uh pete gets punched in the head and knocked out and he wakes up at donald's place and he sees that they're having breakfast with his parents or and his stepdad and his mom is sort of weird yeah his mom's weird um she's smoking indoors which is a choice these days let's face it oh totally a choice. it's 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 if, if you see someone smoking inside in an american film that's a sign that like chaos yeah it's yeah. like chaos i don't give a shit about yeah like i don't give two shits yeah and yeah so i guess the mom's crazy and then the stepdad oh the stepdad tells pete when he wakes up he's like "Ugh, you're lucky if you uh-huh. something about oh yeah getting knocked out with donald there you're lucky donald didn't rape you yeah i hated that moment i was like is that a joke and then he made yeah is this supposed to be another funny moment or is this supposed to be like look how crappy donald has it i'm just like i i don't know how to feel <laughs> Yeah, and then he says, and then he goes further with like AIDS joke and everything, and you're like fucking, and I'm like maybe you're supposed to paint like I get it, like you want him to have a bad dad, Uh this this shitty stepdad, but I'm also like I don't understand the purpose in the story, yeah, like why he has a bad stepdad, yeah, like other than just a given, like we all make for some reason in these indie movies stepdads bad, (laughs) yeah, oh yeah, the dads are always. God, the worst humans you've ever met in any film. Yeah. But his things didn't even make sense. Yes, they didn't. If the dialogue he was saying felt very strange, the actor who was playing him, I've seen in other stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. And I'm like, I wonder if that actor looked at this dialogue and was like, all right, are you sure? Sometimes you just got to say yes. And yeah like job right oh okay <laughs> okay uh do okay do you remember there's a part where like um uh, pete starts to break down and he decides to hang and be nice to donald and they have they have a weirdly good time yeah when they're like snowballing and all that the snowballing and they hang out like what is it a sewer or something yeah they go to that weird and they discover like an old hangout yeah in, like an old like sewer or a dam yeah, and then like they and they're pull getting a high gun, together, and they're like, "Oh, we're, and it's right before they go to the movies, and then the girl yeah. calls and ruins yeah. it all." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. There's a part. Okay, so Donald's like, "I want to show you something," and he pulls out a gun, and he points it at him, and he says, "I brought you down here because I'm gonna fucking kill you." And I remember my first thought was like, "This movie just got amazing." Yeah, I. Had I had a I I did the same thing I was like is this finally gonna get somewhere interesting yeah and like you're now sending us down another road and you're like you you're like I set you up to think it's gonna be this and then now yeah then I, I'm then, like this this indie film just became a thriller and I am on board totally on board with that what you, how, <laughs> how you utilize this kind of yeah. weirdo character yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like oh it makes to sense show now. the danger it, of yeah him. this all makes sense now this all makes sense but then he he pulls the trigger. And it's empty, but the thing is, Pete plays... plates getting shot. Yeah, so Pete, I guess, knew it was an inside joke the whole time. Yeah, like, so his response to it was sincere, but fake. Yeah, it was as if someone pulled out a Nerf gun and aimed it at someone, and then you faked getting shot. Not, like... I think they were trying to establish that this they had done this before in the past. Yeah. Like, this was a part of... Because he repeated now another, like, what are you talking to me or whatever. Yeah, and they, they weirdly shoot it at each other, name it at each other, which felt weirdly very scary. Yeah. But, yeah, that moment, 
I was like kind of gleeful that I was like, is this a different movie now? I wish it would have taken that darker turn. Oh, that would have been, a, this would have been the best movie of all time. <laughs> yeah, like send a weirdo character that you think is one quirk, but then yeah, it's just but like, it's like, no. Oh, all along, I really just wanted, I'm just mad about, I'm mad about what you did. Yeah, because, oh no, no, I wrote this down. I remember, because a lot of the bullshit that uh, Donald does feels passive aggressive. For sure. Like, uh, I remember thinking, I'm like, is he mad at him? Like, because he, there's, there's all this stuff that would only be justified if it's like oh donald's mad at him because there's there's a part where he he like lie oh here's another thing i wrote down donald's super manipulative super manipulative like he he lies okay first he stops to get drugs like hard drugs like muscle relaxers from some teenagers in a park and then this is a good moment by the way i want to just add this is the moment you're about to talk about with the football Mm -hmm. it's a good moment where it leans towards like ooh, this is going to be an a different take with this kind of mm-hmm. movie. Keep going, which oh. I liked, but then didn't go there. Um, he lies to Pete and says, "Oh, shit's going down. They're not going to let us leave unless we play football with them." And I'm like, "I don't like this setup. It made me feel weird." I'm like, "This guy's manipulative, and it feels really dirty coming from yeah. him." And then so okay, um, and then he yells. I want it so that me and Pete are on opposing teams. Yeah, so, I loved that idea because mm-hmm. he just wants to kick the shit out of Pete. Yeah, he tackles the shit out of Pete in the snow. Like, there's like a supercut of him just getting, like, bum-rushed. Yeah. And I'm like, does... Okay, either he really misses roughhousing or he's genuinely mad at Pete. I think there's somewhere in there where this movie works and it's about a quirky character kind of like going you fucked me over like mm-hmm. as a good friend you've destro- you fucked over and then left mm-hmm. and all I'm left is just being a- my weird self alone mm-hmm. and then it goes down a darker period where he has some some dimension I don't know like, or just a dimension of himself that's darker mm-hmm. that are and harmful that's interesting mm-hmm. but this movie didn't do that yeah it didn't fully commit to, to anything, anything. So I wasn't and then it tried to fucking have a sentimental ending, and I was like, "Fuck you! You didn't earn it. There's nothing. No. Nobody grew, so you can't earn a sentimental ending." No, like part of me was like, "Okay, so is, a, yeah, is Donald going to be one of those like teach you like, oh, you should go back home and reconnect?" But then it's also it's like, what? I didn't understand what his deal was. Yeah, but then it was like they tried to like cinch it up a little bit mm-hmm. with like. Oh, my dad died, and you—you you never knew. That's what's going on. And he like then at the last minute that they're going to the bus stop. This and this conversation's happening, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, I guess that's supposed to explain Donald. And you're like, that's not enough, man. No, not that's nearly not, enough. That doesn't earn you the ending of like, see you later, and then like contemplating before I get in the car and having a very like, I was like, what? What is? I don't know this. What this movie wanted? It was, yeah, like he was. Yeah, I felt like he was mad at Pete. Genuine. Okay, so the titular there's a titular line where they go to reconnect with an old friend who seems zonked out of his mind. Yeah, this this scene I have a note on it. Um, he, they go to see an old friend um, who doesn't look at them the entire time they're there. He's just staring at the television. Yeah, he looks pretty like wiped out on drugs or something. Oh yeah, like he just shot up and yeah. like um 
So, but the guy randomly tells a story about a time when they were teenagers that Pete fucked over Donald and he said, Donald cried. And I'm like, okay, titular line that, okay, what's going? So is Pete responsible for Donald's current state? Is that what that story was hinting at? I wish. I thought they were going somewhere with that and I was like, yeah. But then they never went any further. Yeah, they didn't further explore it or... Yeah, or just... I wanted to watch those characters kind of like come to terms with shit. Yeah. That's what their past was is just their last moment was really shitty. Mm -hmm. I mean, it did... It definitely illustrated that Pete was a shitty friend when he was a teenager. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember what he did, but it's just like the guy is like, that was the only time I ever saw Donald cry. And um, I'm just like, okay, so this guy definitely hurt Donald profoundly at some point. And then I guess maybe he's still mad about that. But then... It just didn't go any further. And my big note for that when that movie, that scene came up was like, that backstory was like, there's a movie that did this this storyline really well. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you saw it. It was uh, one of the... Charlize Theron and Young Adult. I did see that. I think that movie's great. I don't know. I I thought it was okay. That's okay. It just it it, it was better than Juno, so I probably liked it better because I can't I stand enjoy, Juno. I enjoyed Juno. <laughs> I can't stand it. But That's all right. Young Adult, I think, did the this sort of returning back mm-hmm. better. The yeah, sto- I was like, I liked that her character had a clear like motive to go back for herself. Uh huh. You know what I mean? And yeah. Wanting, why she was like there to get and wanting to leave and find something. Yeah. Whereas I just felt like we had this empty, like, in a sense, Peter's supposed to be us going back to our hometowns. But I'm like, that doesn't work for me. No. I need to know why this character is going home. Yeah. And like, what are the like? What does it mean for him to go take care of his grandma's ashes? And it's weird that he had no one to talk to no one like he like okay like he loses his wallet and then he calls someone and the person i forget who he calls it's not important and i had subtitles on and the dialogue was so hard if you didn't have subtitles on i don't think you could he- barely hear the other side of the phone mm. pretty much that person's just saying Sorry, it's bad. It's a bad day. Can't help you. Bad day. Can't help you. Yeah. And I'm like wondering, is Peter just a piece of shit too? Yeah. And his friends just don't need no one to help him. Yeah, because he's. It doesn't seem like he has good friends anywhere except maybe Donald. And I'm just. I don't know. It. It made you. I mean, I. I also wrote this down. Peter kind of has a save the cat moment. When after the uh, after uh, Donald goes to pick up his check. And his boss like attacks him, and yeah. like afterwards, they they leave, and then Pete's like, "You shouldn't have to put up with that." Yeah, like he cares about him, but and then I, there's nothing further. Than that. Yeah, he then he that's like the one time you see him care about him. Yeah, the rest of it's just like I'm annoyed. Yeah, oh, I'll rekindle something, and then up, oh, I'm gonna go try to get laid. Mm-hmm. And then Donald's gets drunk and. <laughs> Dr- and drives, yeah, drinks, drinks and drives while driving. Not uh, a safe combination. This is really random, but there's a scene where he's eating a burger while drunk driving, and he's blasting metal. And um, yeah, because uh, this is this is a, like a supercut from a girl talking to Pete, being like, "Do you still listen to death metal at all? Why do you not? Oh, it's good that you don't wear like 
uh, oh eyeliner eyeliner anymore so clearly they were like old metal heads yeah and then you see that donald's still that person blasting metal and um eating a burger while drunk driving and i actually shazammed turned on shazam oh did you this yeah, on yeah to see what it was but it, nothing came up so i'm like either that's super indie or i don't know what or probably a band that the director knows. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's definitely still metal bands. But it felt so generic that I was just like, what is this? But, um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. There it was, was a weird lack of music in the movie, too. Did you notice that? Yeah. It didn't really have any music, I think, other than that. Those moments and then some of the pop music at that party. There's, at that benefit. There's... Okay. So, um, I'm... Part of me was wondering that this movie was constructed to take this archetype of the quirky weirdo... And make us hate him? I guess. Or I just... I think this movie is just... An avenue to show this guy, this indie director, like, look what I can do. Mm. And the only way he can get noticed is that he had to make a full movie. And I was like, yeah. you picked the wrong... For me, I was like, yeah. I think you picked the wrong thing to expand. Yeah. Or he just didn't take the time to, like, figure out how it could really work. Yeah, it was poorly executed. And it's just... It had a lot of tropes from indie films that I used to love, but now kind of irk me when I notice them. Like the first part was the, this is, I'm a very visual person. Um, it was the colors Donald was wearing. You When you first see him, because everyone's either wearing black or gray. Yeah. And it's, it's really snowy, so everything's like white. You see Donald come out, he's wearing a bright yellow robe yeah. and like a red shirt. It's like mustard yellow. And it's, there's something about indie films where they love wearing a specific palette, mm -hmm. like 70s bright colors. And he was wearing those colors, which doesn't make sense considering it's supposed to be from the 80s. But And then you <laughs> see his room. Oh, and the glasses he was wearing were like yeah, the glasses vintage, were I want to say. Yep. And I'm like, oh, come on. You couldn't give him like a, a shitty pair of like lens crafters from the 90s or whatever. It was. It's such a. It's like, just like a built character rather than something that felt authentic. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah, those specific choices made it feel very inauthentic. It made it seem like, um, I, I want him to look quirky, cool, and uh, or just have his own. Something just feels it's like it's its true own identity. That it would, yeah, this guy looks like um, Donald. If he he lived in Silver Lake, he'd be a goddamn DJ or something. Yeah, totally, hundred percent would be that. And his room was covered with posters and um it made me weirdly hate nostalgia oh i mean i'm already not a fan of nostalgia so it was so just like i it may, i think we were supposed to love his room oh I the way it was so. lit you're like oh yeah look at that guy he's so like <laughs> look at all those vintage posters and cool vintage still car models that he has yeah or like go like oh i remember what it was like to this kid's still this guy's still that man child that's mm -hmm. fun that's, I get why he'd still live there it doesn't make sense though because um I'm kind of a nerd but I was looking at all the the decorations on his wall like mm -hmm. he had lots of models of cars those models of cars were from the 70s uh if you do the math this guy should have shit from the 80s or 90s yeah and none there was no 80s or 90s there and I was just like what is this? It's just an art. It's it's like designed versus like, again, like the character. Like they just put up stuff that looked cool. Right? Yeah. And I was like, this feels so inauthentic. I don't it doesn't feel real at all. Like when I want if I when I see in my mind, 
a character that's supposed to be as troubled and fucked up as Donald, his room should look like something out of intervention. Right. Or authentically shitty and nerdy. But again, that's the thing is that we were unsure if he was if he was troubled or not through the entire movie. Yeah. Which I just was like which was the most frustrating part about mm-hmm. it. it. Was like this broad character but with no And he wasn't funny. He wasn't. It, uh, he didn't make me laugh. The only thing that made me laugh this entire movie was one moment that felt like it was part of another movie that would have been funny. What moment? If they released were like if this movie would have been about Donald really like either trying to take over Pete's life that he left behind uh-huh. or because he never how you find there's a reveal that he's been like posing as Pete. At, oh, yeah. Grandma. That was weird. That's too weird because it's not I don't know who to sympathize with or who, no. But that to me is like there's something there's potentially good at funny in there mm-hmm. is when Pete was going through the pictures of his grandma uh-huh. and he starts seeing them are all Donald. Yeah. And there's one where Donald's pointing like right at the camera. Uh-huh. So it looks like he's pointing at Pete and uh-huh. I'm like, that's a funny choice for a different movie. Mm. It just didn't like, you know what I mean? Like if yeah. Donald was really, really riding Pete in a fun, quirky Danny McBride way, yeah. that fucking reveal of that picture would be so funny. Yeah. So funny. You know, you know something doesn't work when a good moment feels like it's from a different movie. Yeah, it sucks. It's just it's like, ugh. I think there was one moment where I laughed, and it was towards the end where he, um, I think as an act of friendship, he exchanges numbers with uh, Donald, and to prove that he's that he put his number in, and also giving Donald his number, he calls him, and then um, Donald doesn't get this, and he's like, uh-huh. "Hold on, my phone's ringing." Any answers? Oh, that was funny too. That made me laugh. But again, that felt like a Napoleon Dynamite moment. Yeah, because he pulls out was, a flip phone. Yeah, but and this movie wasn't as far. It was. It didn't no. go as far. It didn't go far enough to be even that Napoleon Dynamite feel. No. It's just, it was like, are you going to be something grittier or are you going to be want to be quirky? And it's a guy that's like, we love, but we understand that this this guy is going to be crazy. It was too It dark. was just like, that guy was just like, his excuse was like, I just don't like myself here. And I was like, I don't, we don't even know, we don't even know you. Who we are have, you then? We have no clue the two different versions of you right Yeah. There's, just, there was just words. Yeah. There was no pictures of him younger except for maybe a baby photo. Okay. We got to, we got to wrap up. Okay. Final thoughts. Me. Just too basic of a movie in that sense. Mm-hmm. The photography was very like handheld, like indie style. Yeah, Duplass, but very basic. Yeah, bored me. Like there was a couple of scenes in the car where they're like, "We're not going to." It was <laughs> too many fucking scenes in the car. Yeah, from behind, and I was like, "Yeah, what a terrible angle." No real choices in that sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't. Yeah, it just never really for me landed. So in our rating system of once. Mm-hmm. Two times, multiple. Mm-hmm. I give this a big once. Like, yeah, I would like say a... once. I must <laughs> say a big old once. Yeah, because like it, 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 it. What sucks is it fails in a way a lot of indie films fail, and yeah, yeah. No, thank you. All right. Well, we had our our thoughts on Donald cried. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, we'll see you next time.
Thank you for listening. And you can stay up to date with the podcast by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat at IWWAO. We'd love to hear from our listeners. So please tweet at us, uh, Instagram, message us, all of that, telling us what movies you would like us to watch and just your thoughts about us and our podcast. We'd love to hear from you. You can also email us about those movies you'd like us to watch at I will watch anything once at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page as well. Follow us. Stay in touch. We'd love to hear from you. And then go to iTunes and please subscribe, rate, and review. All of that will bring more listeners to the podcast and we can continue to make this better and better for all of you listening. Also, we'd like to ask you to please help out all of the great podcasts at Boardwalk Audio by clicking on that button on the Boardwalk Audio website that says support our artists. That will direct you to Amazon.com. All you have to do is do your normal purchasing on the website and then we'll get a small kickback. It's that simple. It costs you nothing. Just click on that button that says support our artists. So thank you again for listening to I Will Watch Anything Once. And remember, if you haven't seen it once, you can't complain. What did you... Oh, you were on set all day today? Is that right? Yeah. When were you there? Uh, from 10 a.m. to 6.30. Jeez. That's a pretty damn long day for yeah. just a... I mean, a rehearsal. rehearsal. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.